Hi guys, this is the bonus Emmett audio episode. Um, just because I had this thought and I wanted to put it out there into the world. Um, so, uh, it's about the idea of whether you need to get someone to pay you before you do some work or produce some good. Or in my case, do I have someone pay me before I ship them the spoon or before I even carve the spoon? Um, or should I have them pay me afterwards? And, uh, I think with digital payment systems, they almost always default to this position of you pay before you get the thing or you pay before, you know, the thing goes in the mail. And I think that that is not a mistake, but I think it's missing an opportunity. And the opportunity is the opportunity to build the relationship of trust that happens when you choose to put something into the mail, even if somebody hasn't um, uh, paid you yet. And and I see this all the time because the way that my business works is, um, is somebody commissions something, it goes on the list. When I get to their stuff on the list, I do it. And then I put it in the mail and then I tell them it's in the mail and what the grand total is. Now, originally I started doing this because I didn't know how much it would cost to ship things and I didn't want to, my margins were tight enough that I didn't want to make some estimate and then get shafted on the shipping. So I figured that the easiest thing to do is just to wait, figure out what the shipping was, tack that on to the price of the thing, voila. That way I can keep my margins tight but not lose money. And... Um, but what I didn't anticipate was how much trust that dynamic would create. It was really different than what anything I saw anyone else doing. Um, you know, the sort of most prominent thing that I saw people doing was sort of estimating a baseline shipping that was padded so that they would sort of it would work out in almost all circumstances and, and the customer kind of got the shaft a little bit. Um, uh, so what I found was that it built tremendous amounts of trust. People couldn't believe that I was going to trust them to send me money. And have I ever been stiffed? Not that I'm aware of. Have there been times when people forgot to pay me? Yes. And usually when they remember, they feel so terrible, they overpay me. Um, You know, there's been one time when, there's been a couple times when something arrived in the mail and somebody said, oh my God, I, you know, I just lost my job or I just moved or I just had a baby or I just had, I had a medical emergency. I don't have the money. And in those three, maybe four times it's happened over the last several years of sending out dozens of packages a week, I've just said, great, don't pay me. I'm more than happy to just contribute this to your life. I'm so sorry you're going through that. And karmically, that is so much better than living in a defensive place of fear Uh, that people are bad because people aren't bad the vast majority of circumstances. Now, the other thing that uh, is true about... um, uh, What am I trying to say? Oh, yes. So the other example I have was I was just daydreaming about how, you know, while you might be in a business like a farmer, which I used to be, a vegetable farmer, where there's no way for people to prepay you for stuff because, I'm sorry, there's no way for people, 
there's no way for people to prepay you for stuff anyways because you don't know what you're going to have until you harvest it to bring to, to market. Um, and, and that's not entirely... I feel like I'm getting muddied up because the example I wanted to give was was what a good oh yes okay great sorry i'm gonna untangle this for you guys so i have this business idea that i'm never gonna do because i don't have the right living circumstances anymore but if i had a large commercial scale greenhouse like a, you know greenhouse for growing seedlings to sell at farmers market i would instead start to try a, a side business where i would grow custom seedlings for people um to, uh, I would grow the custom seedlings for people so that they could basically buy the seeds of the exact varieties they wanted. I would grow them for them in the greenhouse. They would get exactly the seedlings they wanted of the weird varieties that they were oohing and aahing over in the seed catalogs. And, and But the seedlings would be better quality than if they'd grown them themselves under grow lights. This was something I saw time and again as a farmer is that what the seedlings that we're able to produce with the care and attention and professionalism we bring to bear are just, they're much better seedlings. Um, but we're making guesses as to what people actually want. Now, if I had that business, it would be super tempting to say to people, pay me now and then I will produce the seedlings at the end and you will have already paid psychologically, there's some benefit to having people pay you right at the beginning because then when they get the thing, it feels like this free gift and they really love it a lot. But there, is, there are two costs that I see, and this is where I was getting all tangled up in my head. Cost number one is what if it doesn't go well? Um, what if you have a terrible year and all of your seedlings fail for some reason? Now, this is an argument made in favor of pay, you know, asking for prepayment when it comes to something like a CSA, a community-supported agriculture model, where you think, okay, I'm paying into helping the farmer weather the good times and the bad times. And, you know, sometimes they have a bad year and we get less food, but they've gotten their money. So it's, you know, it's essentially we're all insuring them against this loss. That sounds great. I'm happy to participate in it. Personally, that would wreck me. I am, that is unacceptable for me to accept money from somebody for work that I failed to deliver. So I, that would not work for me because what if something happened and I couldn't produce the seedlings? I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that feeling of, oh my gosh, now I've, I took all this money from people and, and it failed and I have to, you know, what I would say is I have to give it all back, right? So I would basically just be holding on to that money in fear of ever spending it because I, it wouldn't feel like mine yet. It wouldn't feel like mine until I'd produce the seedlings. The other thing that gets lost when thinking about this is the, the trust that you build with somebody where you uh, produce a thing and you then deliver it to them and they pay you. Uh, and I think that putting yourself into the sort of business where somebody trusts you enough to place an order, even if they're going to pay you as soon as you give it to them. So there's not the trust built over, it's in the mail, you have to send me a check that, you know, I'm not going to physically hunt you down if you don't. But even just the trust of placing the order in the first place is invaluable. It's invaluable. It's so much better than the trust 
that you might get from just being at farmer's market and selling seedlings to people. It's, it's the trust of we now have a relationship. I've asked you to do this thing for me. You're going to do it to the best of your ability. That is a really powerful force that we underestimate in our lives. Um, and I think that the more you can harness that for your business in being very thoughtful about how you ask for money, when you ask for money, when in the process you, you bill people, uh, the, the, the more benefit you're going to reap from that trust and that, um, uh, that commitment that people have to you once you have that dynamic with them. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow.